Episode 2, The Cats Next Door Hi, my name's Lightning. As a Shih Tzu mixed-breed dog, I have reddish-orange long hair, not fur, that flows around my body. My boy, Gabe, had a mother who truly didn't understand my kingly status. She called me a ragmop yesterday when she saw me plopped on the floor. Gabe patted my head and lifted me into the sleeping basket in his sleep room. We're visiting our neighbors after you sleep. The ones with the cats. Have a good nap. He left. Thunder, the other three-month-old puppy, nipped me playfully to keep me off his side of the basket. He was three times bigger than me, a black Great Dane mix. He was all fur and fun. I ignored his efforts to control me, wiggled my head under his chin, and laid on my side. I was the boss anyway. I tried to remember the cats. We had seen them yesterday, but my tired eyelids slid shut. My breathing slowed down, and I licked my chops before I fell sound asleep. The afternoon breeze caught scents of grass, a small stream, sunbaked wooden houses, and hot cement. Gabe, his brother Alex, Thunder, and I headed toward the house next door. Gabe stayed on the hot sidewalk, but I trotted in the cool grass and sniffed the ground. Why boys wanted to walk on hard concrete instead of the soft grass was beyond me. And grass made hiding places for all kinds of insects, like crickets, grasshoppers, pill bugs, and little flying things. A delicate butterfly flew past me. I leaped at it, missed, and fell kerplunk on my face. The orange and black insect flittered and fluttered into the blue sky. Thunder rushed past me up the steps to the neighbor's front door. I leaped up the first step, but my round belly got caught. I tumbled back to the ground. You get it when you grow some more. Gabe picked me up, cradling me in his arms. He adjusted my collar and leash. Maybe, Alex's deep voice boomed. Maybe he'll stay a shrimp all his life. <laughs> he chuckled. That was a mean thing to say. I snorted at him. I don't think lightning approves of your attitude. Gabe stuck his tongue out at his brother. Humans are weird. The door opened. Two little eyes peeked around the corner. It's them. She turned, yelled our arrival into the house, and slammed the door. Alex and Gabe looked at each other and shrugged their shoulders. I spent time sniffing the air. Thunder nuzzled the crack at the bottom of the door. The door whipped open and an older girl, maybe a little taller than Alex and Gabe, stood in front of us. Are your dogs house trained? The girl bent over and petted Thunder. Sort of, Gabe looked at me. When lightning gets excited, he can forget. Then we go into the backyard. The girl widened the space in the doorframe, letting us into the house. Back this way. She led us through a hallway to a kitchen in the back of the house. My head swiveled, catching as many scents as I could. Someone smoked. I wrinkled my nose. Girl scents, a man's heavier and darker odor, and a woman's lighter, peachier scent stood out. The hallway smelled like lemon cleaner on the wood floor but the kitchen was the best. 
I lean my head over Gabe's arms to fill my nostrils with garbage can odors coming from under the sink. Wonderful. Out of the corner of my eye, I spotted two four-legged creatures that Gabe called cats. Both of them were bigger than me, but not by much. Thunder could knock them over if he had to, since he dwarfed them by being at least a couple times their bulk. The cats had another name, Kitty. That's what the girls called them. The older girl, Sylvia, called the cats to come over. Here, kitty, kitty. She clicked her tongue and clapped her hands near the floor. The cats weren't buying it. One was gray with black stripes and spots. Her name was Pepper. The other kitten, more my size, was bright gold with dark orange stripes. He went by salt. Pepper stared at Sylvia, held her head up high, and rubbed up against the refrigerator. Salt made a move to investigate Thunder. I wiggled and squirmed until my boy put me on the kitchen's tile floor. I revved up my paws, which slid a lot on the floor, and then sped toward Pepper. She saw me coming and must have realized I wouldn't be able to break in time. Her back went up in an arch and she hissed at me. A split second before I crashed into the refrigerator, she leaped into the air and darted toward the kitchen door. Salt, who attacked Thunder's front paw, jumped when Pepper's sudden dislike of me popped out, and he shot after her. I peeled myself off the refrigerator, tracking the kittens. They both disappeared through a smaller flap in the big black door. I yipped at them, following my comments with an explosion of motion. Thunder trailed right behind me. I threw myself through the flap in the door, landing at full speed on the other side. I tripped and rolled forward off the tiny porch and over a set of deep steps leading to the backyard. Pepper sat to one side at the bottom of the steps, and Salt stretched himself out on the other side. Pepper held her head high, barely glancing at my problem. Just like a queen, embarrassed that the little puppy couldn't keep himself upright and she didn't even offer to help as I whined and bumped down over each step. Salt seems entirely happy to clean one of his paws, ignoring me. His ears went straight up into the air when I yipped for help, but he never moved to cushion my fall. I hit the first step with my right shoulder, then my long hair got in the way. I flipped a couple of times until I was on the concrete sidewalk leading from the stairs into the backyard. I lay there a second collecting myself, and getting my bearings. Thunder's bark came from the area of the back door. Boof! I couldn't see him, but Pepper and Salt dashed past me toward a tree. Salt couldn't resist the chance to attack me on the way, swiping a paw at my head before racing towards a tree. Laughter spilled out of the house, coming from the boys and girls. The kitchen door opened and the four kids came out. I guess Thunder's learned he's not as small as the cat door. <laughs> Sylvia continued to giggle. Poor baby. Alex carried my buddy to the sidewalk, set him down, and chuckled. He got his head through. Thunder didn't seem any worse for the wear after getting stuck in the cat door. He lumbered over to see me, sniffed, and looked away toward the cats. He lunged forward and chased them up into the tree, barking at them from the base. Serve them right. I trotted over. The tree branches started at least ten times higher than me. 
but the tree trunk bent several times. If I had enough speed, I knew I could catch Her Majesty, Queen Pepper. She lay on a branch, and Salt played with some leaves. They thought we couldn't reach them. I nudged Thunder, leading him over to a round thing with steps going up the side. I flew up onto the surface, jumping and bouncing. Gabe and Alex had one. A trampoline. The bouncy toy rested directly under the tree branch where Pepper relaxed in her regal state. I tested the springiness, but since I didn't weigh much, the mat didn't pop me high into the air. But I didn't really need a trampoline. It was for thunder. I nipped my buddy in the ear, tugging him toward another little building right next to the trampoline, a climbing fort. We went inside, going up little levels that went around in a circle, almost like a circular staircase. At the top, we climbed onto an open platform with plastic bars and a railing surrounding it. The gaps in the rails were too big for kids, but not for us. I urged Thunder to the edge to look at the trampoline. I yipped at him. If he jumped from here, he could get enough bounce to scare salt and pepper from below. He looked at me, understanding in his eyes. He crouched, ready to put the plan in action. Snorting, <clears throat> I stopped him from jumping. I shook my head. I went to the edge of the platform and pointed with my nose at the base of the tree. Thunder came over, sat, and nodded. I backed up, acting like I was running, then yipped. Yip! Then I poked Thunder with my nose. He got it and licked my muzzle. He sprang to his feet and went to the opposite side of the platform, ready to launch himself off onto the trampoline when I barked. I raced back to the ground, then zipped at least two house lengths away from the tree to ensure I would have plenty of space to build up speed. I checked on Thunder. He was ready. I scanned for the kids. They sat at a picnic table, playing a game. Scraping my front paws on the turf, I growled and wiggled my hindquarters. My tail swished with anticipation. Salt and pepper would never know what hit them. I shot across the lawn like a cannonball, paws throwing up a spray of dirt and grass. I reached full speed at the bottom of the trunk. I yipped loudly. Thunder pounded across the platform like a horse, making a big racket. Pepper's head swiveled toward the sound and away from me. Salt paused in his play to watch Thunder. Thunder made a lopsided leap through the railing, soaring high in the air, puppy paws flailing front and back. Pepper shifted her weight to lift her head. She gaped in awe. Probably had never seen a puppy attempt this before. I was halfway up the tree, still accelerating. Thunder's weight took him crashing down into the trampoline. He braced himself, leaped when the springs and mat threw him up into the air, headed straight at Pepper. I burst through some leaves at the same time on the branch that Pepper and Salt occupied, yapping as loud as I could. Those kitten eyes went wide. With a yowl, Pepper shot ten feet in the sky and Salt fell backwards off the tree. I stood where Pepper had laid, tall and proud, swishing my tail. King of the mountain, or tree. Cats really must have nine lives. 
Pepper ended up clinging to a small branch above me, clawing her way onto the limb. She slunk away down the tree trunk and into the house. Salt twisted when he fell and landed feet first on the slide behind the tree. He glanced at me, sniffed, and began hunting a grasshopper. Thunder kept bouncing up and down on the trampoline. I lay on the tree branch right where Pepper had been, smiling at my accomplishment. For some reason, the branch kept swaying and bouncing, like Thunder was messing with my perch. Wake up, lightning! Gabe wiggled my body back and forth, rocking me. He picked me up out of the sleep basket, holding me to his chest. You sure do sleep soundly. I hope you're not getting into trouble in your dreams. I licked his chin. Not unless chasing cats is a problem. I hope you've enjoyed the second episode of Thunder and Lightning Puppy Dreams for Kids podcast. Make sure you subscribe to my channel and tell your friends about these terrific podcasts by Aaron M. Zook Jr., creator of the Thunder and Lightning Young Adult Mystery Adventure Series for fourth grade students and above. You can find Aaron Zook's books on his website, zookbooks.org, or at boldvisionbooks.com. Find out what happens in our next episode, episode number three, The Missing Mouse.